hey, welcome to In the Growth Space. I'm your host, David McGlennon. I'm really uh, excited about today's uh, episode and really glad that you're here as well. You know, this podcast is designed to share stories of growth from from leaders that are all around the world, different different parts of the world, different industries, um, and and they're really it's it's really also designed to um, share conversations with thought leaders about issues that drive growth and. And it also um, is designed to give you tools and, and tips and ideas for you to have um, your own growth journey and to really implement things in your own life and in your own company and in your own team to really grow and drive growth in your, in your own world. Now, if you have not been listening to me very long or listening to the podcast very long, my hope is that you're going to quickly see... Um, my passion for for company growth through people, and and really this all encompasses um, creating a high performing culture. Um, as you heard uh, two weeks ago uh, with Mark Miller, who is an author, an international best selling author. Uh, I think he's uh, employee number sixteen at Chick Fil A. Uh, just in a remarkable guy. The 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 book he wrote called Culture Rules is a really great book. I, I highly recommend it. Um, and this also encompasses building leaders who are growing and become coaches and really begin be good coaches. And, and I'll talk to you a little bit more about what that means in the weeks and, and months to come. But also leaders who are asking great questions to stimulate thinking. You know, one of the things that we know about great leaders is that great leaders ask great questions. They're curious. And so they're always asking more questions to be able to uh, allow people that they're talking with to to um, a- allow their own expertise to come out. And now today, though, um, I'm going to be sharing with you a, a short clip um, from a lesson that I've done uh, just recently with um, our group of emerging leaders in the Emerging Leader Inner Circle Group. Now, um, part of this clip gives you a little bit of background of myself, a little bit of background in the the group. Um, it really is our first session of the year 2024. So as you're listening uh, to this episode, if you're listening to it uh, in sequence uh, as they come out, um, it really was just last week. And so what I wanted to be able to do is share this lesson with you, the audience, so that you get an idea of the kinds of things that we talk about in the Emerging Leader Inner Circle. Uh, I go into teaching about the comfort zone and, and what a comfort zone really is and, and how it's formed and how do we get out of it so that we can grow. And so this lesson is very near and dear to my heart. Um, I will say though that um, before we get into that clip, I just wanna share with you that there are still slots available for a, a new group of emerging leaders um, that we're forming right now. So if if you're a business owner, if you're a, a leader, and you have a group of, of individuals that are emerging as leaders, maybe they're new to uh, people leadership, maybe they're a first-time people leader, um, maybe they're uh, identified as a high potential, um, this would be a great opportunity for them to learn and to grow with other leaders um, like them 
And, um, and also if you have what I call advancing leaders, leaders who maybe they've been in, uh, in leadership for a little while, but they still want an opportunity to grow. They want an, an environment to be around other leaders that will help sharpen them, that will help them to, to learn and grow in the power of a mastermind. Um, the advancing leader inner circle group might be right for them. And we've got space for, uh, for new leaders in those groups as well. So um, without further ado, here is the emerging leader inner circle session um, from last week, our first one in 2024. And I hope you enjoy it. So really the overarching theme is, is being able to lead in, in all areas of, of leadership both ourself, others, and through through challenge. And so one of the things that we will ask of both you and your mentor is as you check in with each other, you know, asking each other, you know, maybe maybe there's a question you want to ask your mentor. You know, hey, we talked about, you know, delegating and, you know, when's the best time that you've uh, felt like you've been, a, you know, you've delegated well? How, what did that look like for you? And then as the mentor, maybe you ask the, the mentee, hey, when, when is a time that you've had a challenge delegating or whatever the topic might be? So I think that that's the first component. So there's going to be regular check-ins. There's going to be regular check-ins for um, you and your mentors. There's going to be the ability for you to ask questions of your mentor. There's going to be elements of being able to have them ask you questions as well. I know we're going to at, at some point have a, a report out back to um, your mentor and to, I think, the, the entire leadership team, just so that you can really share what your journey has been like. And so, so the expectations really are that you're going to meet on a regular basis um, with your, your sponsor, with your mentor. Um, just talk a little bit about what's been happening. What have you been learning? What have you been, what have you been applying? What are the things that you have been um, grappling with maybe? Things that you're thinking about. Maybe, maybe something that's new to you. Totally, totally good. Totally fine. So, so... One of the things that I wanted to be able to do is talk a little bit about and just share a little bit about my own journey. That way you have an opportunity to understand a little bit about a little bit about me, a little bit about where I've been in my own leadership journey. Just as I kind of think back on my own leadership journey, um, I've invested a ton of, of time, a lot of money in my, my leadership journey. And um, one of the things that I've, I've, I've done is, I, as you can see, I've, I've got a lot of books, so I'm, I'm a big reader. Um, I've invested in a lot of um, programs. So back in the day, there were these things called cassette tapes. <laughs> and there was a... Uh, uh, a, a catalog that we could buy them from um, called Nightingale Conan. And these are the original um, like programs that like Anthony Robbins and Dennis Waitley and um, I'm trying to think Wayne Dyer, all of those guys um, did meet, uh, did uh, programs on. And um, so I, I, bu I bought them all. Um, I bought, I bought all of those uh, different programs, listened to them, learned from them, um, applied them, and um, I also did things like joining Toastmasters. Um, 
you all will get uh, an opportunity to um, do some speaking here. Um, and, and I know that just by saying that, probably some of your um, hands just got sweaty. Don't worry, we're not going to do anything today. <laughs> but, um, and I know Liz knows a little bit about this, these uh, table topics, yeah. <laughs> um, but but it's, it, it's, it's all in service of, of helping us grow. And I have been a learner is, you know, my entire life. Um, and I just wanted to be able to give you a little bit of insight into kind of like where I've come from. Um, some of you know this, and I don't know if I, I don't know how much I said uh, or, or talked about this um, at the summit, but I've been a business owner pretty much most of my life, in my, my adult life. I, I actually worked my way through college selling life insurance of all things. So my dad was in the insurance business. My grandfather was in the business. So I, I had a, a family business um, um, background and I, I, I really uh, spent 32 years in the insurance industry. I, I uh, helped my dad um, for about 19 years to grow a managing general agency, which essentially means that we had brokers that came to us for certain you know, insurance products. And at the time, um, back in the 80s, this was late 80s, early 90s, we, we didn't have any systems to be able to like pay commissions and, and to be able to track um, our, our commissions payments. And so I did that. I created um, a commission payment system. I don't know if any of you are old enough to remember Lotus 123, or I'm not, yeah, Lotus 123. It was a, it was a pre precursor to Excel. Um, that's what I learned on. And, and so I, I learned to create... Um, a commission uh, payment system through Lotus One Two Three, and um, then I also created our our local area network in our office. We had about fifteen employees at the time, and for the first time, we were we we started to connect each other, and so we we were able to um, message each other. We were had access to the same information, so I helped put that together. So. I've got a strong um, operations back operations background, um, which you know I know today doesn't seem like maybe I'm the operations type. However, uh, it's part of my journey, and um, you know at, at one time I was cutting uh, 200 checks a month, over 200 uh, checks a month, to insurance brokers, and I mean I, we didn't have automation either. So well, one of the things we did we, we would print the the checks, but then we had to manually stuff the checks. I remember my wife and I um, going into the office, you know, in the evening stuffing checks to make sure that all of our insurance uh, brokers got paid. And then kind of fast forward um, to um, about 2008, 2009, um, I actually um, was part of a startup company in the wellness industry or the wellness space. And um, that startup company um, was a really rapidly growing company. I was uh, vice president of business development and I was flying all over the country, um, sharing our, our product and our approach um, to a lot of senior leaders. And um, that, that company grew really fast. It grew to about 20 million in annual revenue. Um, then we brought in private equity um, in 2014. And it was at that point where I was at a pivotal point in my life. And um, I had been learning, growing, learning in my own leadership journey up to that point. 
And I really wanted to be able to do some things differently because I was on the road an awful lot. And so um, in 2014, when we brought the private equity in, I did a partial exit. I, I sold part of my shares to uh, the private equity firm. And then about a year later, I sold uh, the remainder of my shares uh, to, to one of our board members and, and completely exited the, the company, started Impact Leadership Consulting, and they actually became my first corporate client. So, so Bravo Wellness was uh, our, our first client. And um, it was really kind of a cool transition because our CEO um, wanted to be able to support me in my own leadership journey. And so it was really a, a cool thing. Um, another, another component as I grew uh, in 2014, I joined the John Maxwell team. And I think it was in 2016 that I actually got to share the stage with John Maxwell in South America, um, in Paraguay. We were uh, uh, doing a... Um, a, a, a um, transformation program for the for the country as a country transformation program. So we were I was in Asuncion, and um, we had our, our base in Asuncion, and <clears throat> so we went out and trained um, you know like different companies. I, I trained a tech company. I trained um, some leaders in the largest hospital um, in the country. And let me tell you, hospitals in Paraguay. I mean. It's just in in a second world country, it's a whole lot different. I don't know if anybody's been to a second or third world country, but hospitals there, I, I wouldn't want to get sick. Let's just put it that way. Um, so I've been in the the uh, southern hemisphere uh, training leaders. Actually, have been as far north as the Arctic Circle. Um, trained leaders right before everything shut down in the pandemic. So in early 2020, I um, flew up to uh, the the I, I call it flying to the North Pole because I literally was uh, I don't know 200 kilometers from the North Pole. One of the most um, extreme environments that I've ever been in. Um, but there were leaders up there in uh, a, a mining company that um, that we trained. So. Yeah, I've had a lot of experiences and really cool experiences throughout my life. And, and each one of them required getting outside of my comfort zone. And that's what we're going to talk about here today, really just for the next maybe few minutes. And then we're going to give you an opportunity to, to share back um, the, the answer to this next question I'm going to give you. And I'm going to give you some time to think about it um, as I'm sharing my lesson. But um, the question is, what do you hope to get from the ELIC? What do you hope to get from the Emerging Leader Inner Circle? Um, I, I know we talked about why it was important for you to be here today, but over the course of this next year, what do you hope to get? But more importantly, the second part of that question is, what do you hope to give? Because one of the things that I know is that it's not about just getting, and it's just not about just learning. But it's also about applying and giving as well. And when anytime we're in a group like this, um, it's important to be able to give and get. And so it's it's this symbiotic um, relationship. So be thinking about that. And again, even if you wanted to, you know, take a pen and jot down a couple of, of, of notes, a couple of words that come to you, or maybe even as I'm sharing here about um, the comfort zone, um, feel free to, um, to, to write those down as well. Um, so, so what are you willing to give? What are you willing to get? What do you hope to, um, to really gain from uh, the Emerging Leader Program? Um, so in a minute then, we'll, or in a few minutes, we'll come back to that. But 
Um, so really my experience running, you know, family businesses, um, you know, corporate, you know, corporate world, um, um, you know, experience, um, being in the technology world, um, startup companies, all of those have helped me to um, really grow in getting outside of my comfort zone. Really one of the hardest things um, about leadership, I think, is just um, getting outside of your comfort zone um, because we have to be intentional about it. Nobody really wants to get outside of our comfort zone. It's super easy to talk about, um, but it's really hard to do, and it's really hard to be intentional about it. And um, I, I remember the first time that I, I I can think about like stepping outside of my comfort zone in a real life business setting. Um, it was really being able to be in a boardroom in a Fortune 500 company um, with the executives all around the board boardroom table, and um, just feeling like really uneasy and outside of my comfort zone because something that we'll talk about is I had this voice inside of my head kind of you know asking me questions like who do you think you are man look at all of these executives that are around this board boardroom table um, I was way outside of my comfort zone and I was listening to that 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 voice inside of my head that um, was not helpful but I knew in my heart of hearts that what I had to offer them and the presentation that I was going to give to them and the, the, the Q&A that I was going to do afterwards, I knew that I was an expert in that field. And so I had to remind myself of that. But, but taking action in spite of my fear, taking action and actually engaging in those conversations, even though I was petrified and I had that voice in my head sharing, you know, that you know, who is I, all of those kinds of thoughts that all of us have, that, that imposter syndrome uh, voice is, is real. And, and I don't care if you're the CEO uh, of a company um, or if, you know, you're uh, a, a janitor. We all have these, these voices in our head that um, create uh, the imposter experience. And we'll talk a little bit about that too. Um, so, so getting outside of our comfort zone is really hard to do. But, um, and, and the other thing too, uh, as I'm thinking about it, one of the things that I just might mention here too is that we all have our own various um, personality styles. Some of us, for some of us on the call, um, it's gonna be really easy to come off mute and talk and share and, and interact because that's the way we're wired. Others of us are, are a little bit more reserved. Others of us may not necessarily be really super comfortable with doing that. Um, but um, there's a common, you know, common theme through, throughout all of this, and that is that we all have desires to, to grow. I mean, we all have desires to, you know, to have, have more, to be more uh, as a leader. And, um, you know, I, I think of things in terms of metaphors. And so I think about having a mountain to climb. Um, for, for a lot of us, you know, this, this emerging leader program is kind of like a mountain. We're, we're starting to climb it. We have things that we want to, to do. We've got goals that we, we, we want to achieve. Um, and, and, and 
as we think about, especially this time of year, you know, here we are in, we're in the first part of the year and there are a lot of us who have either created goals for ourselves or um, we maybe have done the, the New Year's resolution thing. And that's great. That's cool. Um, however, they may not be here. You know, that they, they, our, our goals aren't here yet. We haven't achieved them yet. So it's, it's really superhuman uh, nature to just be um, operating in autopilot. It's really hard to change our programming. Uh, we were programmed from a very young age, and it's really hard to, to change that programming. Um, and the reason why is because when we get outside of our comfort zone, and I'll, I'll talk about this maybe a little bit, maybe next time I'll, I'll share a little bit more about um, how we get programmed in our conscious mind and our subconscious mind. I know at the, the, um, the summit, I, I talked a little bit more about that. And I talked a, a little bit about our, our conscious mind being our rational mind and our, our subconscious mind being our emotional mind. And the fact that our, our, all of our results are as a, as a, uh, they're a byproduct of our behaviors. So the results are from our behaviors and our behaviors come from our programming, our subconscious mind, everything that's been programmed into us from early childhood until today is, is programmed. And so if we want to have different results, we've got to change the programming in our mind. And so one of the things that we'll continue to talk about in this program is our thinking and how we change that programming. And um, so, you know, one of the things that we're going to talk about um, is, is just getting outside of your comfort zone. How do we get outside of our comfort zone? Part of it is we've got to examine our beliefs. We've got to examine um, the, the beliefs that we have about ourselves, the beliefs that we have about who we are, our, our, our self-concept. And, um, and honestly, that varies for, for all of us. I mean, we're all on our own leadership journey. And um, so that's why this first component, this first section is all about learning um, about ourselves. I mean, if we, if we don't look at ourselves in the mirror and, and really discover or, or, or uncover things that maybe we didn't know before, um, how are we going to ever you know, learn or grow? So, so really the first place that we have to uncover and, and look at are our beliefs. Now, there are things that, uh, there are beliefs that are, are helpful and that move us towards our goals. And there are beliefs that are not helpful um, and, and actually hold us back from our, our goals. And, and those beliefs are limiting beliefs. Those, those beliefs that hold us back are, are limiting beliefs. And so if we, if we look at um, this idea of getting outside of our comfort zone, we have to look at finding and, and discovering what are the beliefs that I'm telling myself? What are the stories that I'm telling myself in my mind and really almost become an observer of, of the thoughts that I have, the, be an observer of the stories that I'm telling myself and, 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 and um, be able to be aware of those and then learn to change those, learn to reframe the way we're thinking about things. So when we use words like, oh, that's such a big problem, our words create words, worlds. And, and so I don't know if you know this or not, but the word so, you, you know, you've probably um, been around um, when you were a kid, probably uh, a magician. 
And they always used to say abracadabra and they would wave a magic wand, right? Abracadabra. I don't know if you know this or not, but that word abracadabra is actually meaning, the, the, the meaning of that, it's, it's two, um, um, and I'm forgetting the, uh, the language, but they're two words in um, an ancient language that means words create. By my words, I create. Abracadabra. And, and it's fascinating. If you ever go look up the, the, like the etymology of, of abracadabra, it means that our words create. And so words, words create worlds. And so the things that come out of our mouth are things that we have to pay attention to. And so if, 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 we're, if we're not getting the results that we want, if, the, if we're not achieving the goals that we've set for ourselves, then we have to start to begin to examine our beliefs. And we do that by understanding the words that are coming in out of our mouth because those words that are coming out of our mouth are actually coming out from our programming. So our beliefs are creating the, the results that we have in the world. And so if we're not getting uh, the results that we want, then we've got to change. And there's a process to change. There's a process to change just like a process to acquire those beliefs in the first place. And unfortunately or fortunately, that requires repetition. Um, it, takes, it takes a decision. It takes a decision to, to change and, and really thinking to myself, okay, I, I want to change and, and I will change. And it takes a commitment. It takes a commitment to actually do the work. And my hope for you is that because you're here, because you're engaged, um, that you're committed. And um, then the, the really the last thing it takes is a, an understanding that there are going to be obstacles in the way. If you ever have um, done anything for the first time, you know that you, you kind of suck at it, right? I mean, the first time I rode a bike, I, I sucked at it. I fell over, right? And, and all of us have, didn't, have done that. But, it, it, the, you know, those obstacles can be overcome. We just have to get back up and we have to try again. And we learn from those times when we fall off. And, and we learn that maybe there's a different strategy for riding that bike. Maybe I need to pedal harder and that will help me with my balance. Um, but every time we get outside of our comfort zone, there's this thing that psychologists call our terror barrier. And so we all rump, run up against that. We all run up against our, our, our terror barrier. And we just have to be persistent. We have to be persistent about our learning process and be systematic about, about our change and, and our growth process. And so for some of us, that's just going to mean being persistent about coming off of mute here in these sessions. For some of us, it's going to be actually... I'm going to sit back and I'm going to listen um, a little bit more generously. Um, and, and maybe I'm going to engage and, and, and just be okay with um, feeling discomfort. Um, but, but one thing to know is that I'm here for you. And as a coach um, and, and, and as someone who has coached leaders from quite literally all over the world, I know that having an outside perspective, having someone who's maybe asking a question that helps you to think differently or, or causes you to pause, that's going to be the, the, the component of this program that will help you to grow. 
And that's the, 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 the process that we have and that we've built for, for you to, to grow. Um, so getting outside of your comfort zone is not easy. It's not for wimps. Um, and, and I'm sure that you'll feel uncomfortable at some points during this program. But just remember, this is a safe space. This is a safe space for each of us to, to learn, to grow. Um, I've, I've screwed up so many times here today um, already, and, and we're barely an hour into our, our year together. Um, but it's okay. Well, hey, everybody, thank you so much for joining in the Growth Space podcast uh, this week. I hope that was helpful for you. Um, I just came off of the call with the Emerging Leader Inner Circle Group. And wow, just what a great group of, of, of leaders. And I'm so excited to uh, really have um, these this group of leaders to be able to help them to grow and to learn and, and actually grow myself. And so um, I, w- I just wanted to take a moment to, to, to let you know that we do have um, spots open um, for this particular group, and we are going to be uh, starting a new group um, starting in the month of February, maybe late February. Um, so if you have an interest in joining the Emerging Leader Inner Circle, um, please reach out to me. Um, I would love to see if it's a right fit for you. Uh, you can just send an email to david at davidmcglennon.com and we'd be delighted to just have a, a, a quick chat. So thanks for joining the uh, in in the Growth Space podcast. I uh, hope this has been helpful for you. Hope that you took something away from uh, this lesson on getting outside of your comfort zone and look forward to next week and we'll see you here again. So be well.